Hey there, guys and gals. Welcome to the Friendship News Hour, presented to you by Bummer Dude Media. Today is November the 10th, 2022. My name is Frank. His name is Alex. I was on my way back from the office this morning, and I stopped to get my lady a nice gluten-free treat, mm. and I picked something up for myself. Were you naughty, Frank? Bread pudding. Oh. And it's literally the only thing on my mind right now. Oh. <laughs> That's all I'm thinking about. And it's shaped in like a heart, and there's like a little heart dip in the top of it oh. where you can pour caramel. Yes. Oh, God, I cannot wait. <laughs> I can't wait. Everything else right now is irrelevant. I always think of when we went and got, we went and got like a good, I had a good buzz going. We were in LA going to see a Dodgers game, I think. A Dodgers Padres maybe even. And uh, we went to that bar before and we got bread pudding as a dessert and it was delicious. Right after some uh, shrimp po' boys. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Yeah. That day took about a day off of our lives. For sure. Worth it. Worth every Absolutely. Minute. Absolutely. So I, I was woke up early this morning uh, by your beautiful face. Actually, not even your beautiful face. The face of your young baby boy. Oh, yeah. And it's a nice face. It is. It's a great face. It was, put a smile on my face right away. But it looked like he was being a little difficult for you. I know how those days and mornings and nights could feel. Like, how, what was going on today? Yeah, it's funny, man, because I walked I walked into a... This vendor was supposed to meet with me today at 9, and he got there early, and I got there right at 9. Uh, so I wasn't late, but I, you know, I, I walked in, and I was like, hey, man, sorry for not being here earlier. Um, I have an idea of what my, uh, what my day to look like. <laughs> and um, if the baby doesn't cooperate, then that all goes to complete shit. Because <laughs> right around five o'clock, Jacqueline's like tapping out. She's like, nope, I'm sleeping. You're, you're taking care of this kid. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it, it's not all that bad. Um, it's just, you know. Just part of it. If you, it's just what it is. Yeah, it's yeah. just what it is, man. The hour, the, it's 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 military time, 24-hour clock. Yeah. I was feeling for you, though, because you, you I don't want to say you were going through it, but you were, I could tell you were stressed, <laughs> just <Yeah>. tired. <laughs> but no, I mean, it, it's it's getting a little bit better. There's, you know, you, the, the fog of war is kind of clearing out a little bit, and mm -hmm. you, you start to see a little bit of patterns, a little bit of, you know, how to make it so that, you know, he's comfortable and that he sleeps and you know, that you're doing all the right things. And yeah, so it's getting better, but for sure. I mean, he, he rules the roost, man. <laughs> He's the boss. Soon he'll sleep <laughs> through the night though. And it'll seem like a distant memory. Yeah. Well, I hope so. It, it, it feels like that might never happen. <laughs> it, it, honestly, it feels like, uh, it just, it just, it, I don't know how to explain it. There are so many things like that though, where me and Sarah talk about all the time and it's like, now it seems so far away. And at the time it just seemed like, what the fuck, this is never going to end. But I mean, it, just keep your head down, bro. It, it, it will end. It, it, I know that's not easy to hear right yeah. now, but it will. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And he's starting to get, he's starting to get a little bit more lively in the, in the face and whatnot. And I think I'm making him smile. Mm. Probably not, but maybe I might be, he's going on a month. So it's about yeah. time he starts, you know, showing some happiness and some gratitude. Yeah, right? <laughs> Fucker. Uh, what else you got going on? Not much, man. My life is is uh, dominated by by a little baby child right now. But you got a marathon coming up too. You're training for. Oh right? yeah, yeah. I'm training. I'm running. That's all. Yeah, that's what I do. That's what I do. And it's funny, man. I feel guilty when I go out and runs because I'm leaving Jack and I home with a baby. Okay. I feel guilty at work sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh shit. Like I just she'll send me pictures and I'm like, ah oh, fuck. Like I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not like I'm not I'm not having fun at work, but I'm not taking care of a you know 
a dependent child. I feel guilty. I feel, you know. I could see how being at home, now that you're trapped, I mean, like you're with your baby, like where else would you rather be? But, but you like, are trapped. At, yeah, you are trapped. Too. You are. You, have, you, you, you can't do anything unless unless he gives you permission. Yeah, true. So yeah, true. Yeah, that's what it is. Um, so yeah, I mean, I'm running a bunch. Um, yeah, running, baby. It is kind of cool, though, to come home from work and see them. I get all excited and pick up the baby and hold them. It's kind of, it's kind of cool. It's a good feeling, for sure. It is a good feeling. For sure. And then once he gets older, he'll, his face will start to light up more and more, and that makes you feel even better. Even if you have the shittiest day, it'll be, it'll be like, ah, right, okay, it's all good. Yeah, she like she texted me, I think it was yesterday, and I wasn't having a bad day, um, but she was just telling me that like she was in a she was in the county building getting his birth certificate, mm. and the lady was like asking her questions, and he's just ripping farts. <laughs> and uh, I was like, yeah, this is the 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 happiest thirty seconds of my day reading that text. That is amazing. <laughs> oh, that is amazing. Try to. Did you vote? I did vote. Yeah, man. I I did the mailing, nice. man, because it's easy. And and what I like with the mailing, I know it's a a very anti conservative thing to do but i like that i'm able to sit there on my computer as i'm going through the ballot and like really dive into both those people kind of look into what they're about especially with like the local shit because i feel like that's mm -hmm. really what matters or affects me more uh especially in a state like illinois where i know <laughs> usually what the senate and all that shit's gonna do house like right i know what's probably gonna happen there so locally especially out in the burbs where i'm not like in the city I, there you have a little bit more sway i guess or, or power with your vote so i really like the aspect of the mail-in ballot there where i can really sit and, and look at both these people because i'm definitely not a party line voter uh i definitely checked more boxes one way than the other but there's a few where i went the other way just for numerous reasons so that, right on. it was pretty cool how about you you vote nope i don't vote i just preach yeah you're lying right now right no yeah of course i voted <laughs> um <laughs> And I didn't mail it. I, I, I did the mail in ballot, but I, I, I just, I dropped it off at a, at a mailbox, at a uh, ballot box. Right, right, right. Yeah. And this one, I, I, uh, there was a lot of, I, I just didn't, I didn't have the time. And to be honest with you, dude, I just didn't have the inclination to like go through everybody. So there's a lot of people and measures that I just didn't vote for. Mm -hmm. I knew what was important to me on the ballot. There you go. And I voted for it. And yeah. then the other, I just left it alone. I didn't, I didn't care one way or another. Democrat, Republican, didn't matter. I just didn't vote. If I didn't know, I just didn't vote. Were there any like big uh, local issues like on the ballot? Thing? Yes, there was. Was there? Sports betting mm. on your phone in California was on the ballot and it failed miserably. It's illegal? Yes. Wow. Very surprising. The state that allows you to do everything doesn't allow you to bet sports on your phone, and it's because of the it's 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 because of the tribal casinos, and that's what it, oh, that, the, gotcha. the the push against it was not some like like moral high ground. You shouldn't be betting on sports. It was if you do this, then you take away uh, that market share from the tribal casinos, and that was the message that was put out against that particular ballot measure. So I voted for it because. You can do daily fantasy in California, but you can't like you can't bet the line on a on a on a Lions Packers game. So strange. Yeah, so it's, strange. It, the, the the rules against sports betting are 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 truly wacky. And so yeah, but, and it failed. It, it fine, you know, whatever. I'm I'm still able to bet on sports. You, you can bet on sports anywhere in the world. Um, but I can't go on like, um, DraftKings, and you know. Do little prop bets. I know this. This is like a very niche issue, and like very few people care about this. <laughs> but it, it really was like the only. Like I learned when I got my ballot that Gavin Newsom had a uh, had a competitor and was even up for election this year. That's how much his his election was was uh, publicized. Um, so he ran against some guy. I don't even know his name. I don't even know 
the percentage of uh, of how much Newsom won, but I just knew he was going to win. So it's like, yeah, governor. Uh, there was nothing for mayor. There was a couple of uh, uh, city council seats that I looked into. And then there was that one proposition. There was a couple other ones too, um, about like one that will inevitably give us a new sports arena. And, uh, but yeah, other than that, like in, we're in, in my little corner of the, of the country, it, it wasn't a very impactful election. Speaking of sports betting, I, I was thinking about this the other day. What, what do you think about making weekly picks on, on the NFL together? Maybe we place a small wager and whatever service elsewhere, but just going through the games for the week and making our picks, talking a little football for I'd a short little it. segment. You want to? I've got to pull up it. here. Okay. Okay. Do you? Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. Um, so first off here, we have uh, the Atlanta Falcons versus the Carolina Panthers. What's the line? Two and a half for Atlanta. <sighs> Give me Atlanta and the points. Atlanta and the points. Okay. Atlanta and the points all day. I feel they you. got an offense, dude. They do. And they can score. Carolina's kind of in trouble with, you know, their offense is kind of falling apart. Yeah. They, they were competitive the first two weeks after they, uh, after they traded McCaffrey and got rid of, uh, what's his name? More wide receiver. DJ yeah. Moore. Yeah. 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 So yeah. Give me, give me Atlanta. Give me Cordell Patterson with at least one touchdown. Mm, okay. Now, so yep. when I'm looking at this, because I don't bet on the line more much. It says Atlanta, negative 2.5 in Carolina. That means yeah. they're giving Atlanta two and a half points, right? No, they're giving Carolina two and a half they're points. That Carolina. means Atlanta, Atlanta's favored by two and a half points. That means when the game starts, the score is Carolina two and a half, gotcha. Atlanta zero. Okay, so whatever team it's next to is the one. They have to win by a field goal or more. Gotcha. Okay, gotcha. Okay, uh, next one is Tampa and Seattle. Tampa with three. Yeah, I hate this game. It's in Germany. I don't. I don't bet on games across the pond. I but Tampa probably wins this game. What's the line? Three and a half. Three and a half. Tampa's favorite. Tampa. Tampa three and a half. If I were to pick anything, and I'm not going to, I would take Seattle in those points. Yeah, it's because more than a field goal. There's not a lot of games. I but yeah. I don't know, man. It's in Germany. They had to fly to Germany to play a football game. Who the fuck knows? I, I hate I hate betting on these games. But think about that then. That also factors because Seattle has an extra, what, three hours or four hours? No, three hours difference. That could fuck with them a little bit. Maybe, but the, all the planes have beds, so. Yeah, I'm going Tampa. You like Tampa? I like Tampa there. I, I just trust Trump, Tom Brady. I saw what he did last week, man. He had like 40 seconds left and he went like 70-some yards for a touchdown. Didn't even, not even for the field goal. They needed the touchdown and he got it. Yeah, I think they need this game Yeah, um, and I think they win it. I just, I don't know. Yeah, tough. Uh, Vikings with three, five, three and a half, uh, or Buffalo with a potentially injured Josh Allen. Vikings, three and a half points against Buffalo in Buffalo. In Buffalo. Give me the Vikings. Yeah, fuck yeah. I like it. They got, Vikings in the points. They got TJ Hawkinson yeah. on their side now. Uh, Chicago favored by three points to the Detroit Lions. I know who I'm picking, but Chicago's coming off a strong performance against the Dolphins. And I, I mean, dude, the Lions came off a strong performance against the Dolphins two weeks ago. Like, they were winning that game until the fourth quarter, so... Yeah, but here's the thing mm. about the Lions is they are awful. <laughs> Jared Goff is our quarterback. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, you guys can score points sometimes. Chicago is not as bad as they've been, as like their record shows. They're not as good as they were like Last week, I feel like they just played out their ass last week. Same. Yeah, give me the Bears. Going Bears, okay. So that's our first first push. So we'll have to figure out how we want to actually bet there. I probably trust your sports acumen there. Dallas with five points to Green Bay. I think that's pretty mm -hmm. safe. Green Bay's falling apart. Dallas is getting back on track. Dak looks better now. I, I think they steamroll with Packers. It is in Lambeau though. It's tough. I don't like it. It's it's. Um, hmm. 
I don't know. I guess. I guess. I guess the Cowboys to win by to win by more than five. I think so. I think so, man. See, it feels like a trap to me. All right, Tennessee, two and a half points against Denver. Yeah, Tennessee. Yeah, for sure. Tennessee's favored by two and a half. Yeah. Yeah, Tennessee. I'll take I'll take Tennessee in the and 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 uh, minus two and a half all day. Uh, this might be the biggest spread of the week. Um, oh no, there's one that's bigger. But uh, this one is Kansas City nine and a half points to Jacksonville. Give me Jacksonville in the nine. Yeah, all day, dude. Are you kidding me? Absolutely. You know what? This whole season, Kansas City has been has been getting these wild lines, man. They've been giving up. They've been giving. They, they've been uh, spotting so many points to the opposing teams. Last week, it was. 12 and a half that Tennessee was spotted and they they took him to overtime and they already lost to the Colts this year at home. Yeah. So yeah, give me Jacksonville in the nine points. Absolutely. Okay. I like that. I like that pick. I, I think sports better just respect or know what Andy Reid and Mahomes are capable of at times. So you- yeah, because earlier this year they were underdogs in Tampa Bay. Right. By they were favored or they were they were spotted two points two and a half points mm-hmm. and then a beaten temp maybe it beat the brakes off them so I'll never I'll, I'll never bet against Andy Reid and and Patrick Mahomes like that but if you're giving me nine points against a, a, a Chiefs team that is kind of played played down to their competition yeah I'll take the nine points do you usually have like a number in your head when you bet on like games with the spread where like hey if they're giving me a seven points you know I'm probably gonna bet underdog. Or anything, anything more than ten points, mm-hmm. I'm probably always going to take the points in NFL. Okay, it's the NFL, right? Yeah. So nine, nine is right up there. Jacksonville sucks, but they're they have the ability to score points. I mean, they're not like they're not they're not the Lions. Um, so yeah, I mean, if if you're giving, if it was like if it was like Kansas City and Washington Commanders, yeah, something like that, or even like. I don't know. I'm trying to think of like a really like a really poopy team. Yeah, I don't know. It's just it's just a lot of points to spot, and and ten points is a lot of points to win by in the yeah. NFL. And I'm not saying it doesn't happen. It's just this is a lot of points to win by. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Cleveland and Miami. They're giving Cleveland three and a half points. Cleveland three and a half is at home. At Miami. At Miami. Cleveland's getting three and a half points. I'd say Cleveland. Say Cleveland. Yeah. I mean, I, they, they probably lose the game, but three and a half points. They got a healthy Nick Chubb. They do have a healthy yeah. chub. That's true. Yeah. Everything's better with a healthy chub. Uh, Giants, Houston. Giants, five, negative five and a half. Giants, Houston, Giants, Giants. Giants. Giants, yeah. For sure. Uh, Saints, Steelers. One and a half points in favor of the Steelers. Give me the Steelers. Yeah? Think- oh, yeah. Give me the Steelers. Okay. Pickett has been just so hit or miss. Uh, Raiders, Colts. Six points, Raiders way. The Raiders are... are uh, the Raiders are negative six. Ew. Raiders are awful. Mm-hmm. And Waller just... The Colts are awful. And so did Renfro. Yeah, no, I, that's too many points. I, I would take the Colts on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, 49ers, Chargers. 49ers, negative seven. Ah, so that's a touchdown win. And the Niners should win this game. It's a lot of points, though, man. Justin Herbert. I mean, I guess he doesn't have Keenan Allen or Mike Thomas or uh, Mike Williams right now, but it's a lot of points. Yeah, and he's not—he's not necessarily lighting it up without them. Like they, I think they only scored 17 in Atlanta last week, or 19 or 20 or something like that. Seven points. Give me the Chargers and the points. Mm, 
Okay. Um, we're almost done here. Philadelphia, Washington. Philadelphia is an 11 point favorite. At Washington? I don't know. I think it's in Philly. Dude, no way. Give me Washington. What? Yeah. Give me Washington in the 11. Really? Undefeated team. Washington's playing with a little bit of vigor behind Heineke. They're scoring some points. I don't know, man. It's 11 points. That's a lot of points. Yeah, it is. It definitely is. Uh, all yeah. right. And the last one here. I think I know which way I'd go based on new injury news, but uh, Rams are a one and a half point favorite over the Arizona Arizona Cardinals. But give this, me the Cardinals. So this morning, yeah, Stafford got he's in concussion protocol. So even if he wasn't, yeah, yeah, even if he wasn't, the Rams are not playing great. Neither neither are the Cardinals, but they're a little bit more healthy. Yeah, I like the Cardinals. All right, well there you go. If you're a, a betting fan, there you go. Let's I'm see, excited to see, see how win. these do. Yeah, me too. We'll we'll make the picks today. Uh, back to, I mean, we were kind of talking uh, elections and shit that we had some very important primaries that happened this week. What yeah, you... I think on this show, I don't know, I won't say we, I know I for sure thought it was going to be a bit more heavy handed when on the Republican side. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't that, which is, is interesting for, for a whole lot of different reasons. So the the one race the one the one race that that I have the most interest in and I think this is the one that can really distill out the way that this whole election went and that is the uh, John Fetterman Doctor Oz race in Pennsylvania yeah because Pennsylvania elected a brain dead human being that's a little to go represent he just had a stroke center he just had a stroke five months ago <laughs> dude. Uh, yeah, harsher, har- harsher, not whatever. You put yourself into the public light. You you are now a, a, a public figure, and, and you're and you're and you're doing public service. The the man the man can't speak. Mm-hmm. He cannot put together a coherent sentence. So there's a couple theories as to how he got elected. The first one is that there was like I think like four to six weeks of early voting, mm. and it wasn't really brought into the limelight of how terribly impaired this man was and, and you know until you know r- very recently and so people voted for him beforehand but i think the overwhelming air over the the whole election and and, and why republicans did not uh, perform as well as people had expected them to is because people people are still fed up with donald trump they're still they're, they they just don't want him around anymore. They don't want to talk have people talk about how the election was stolen or this that and the other and we we know this because Democrats elevated super far right MAGA candidates. They actually put money into their into their campaigns, hmm. and they elevated these these candidates because they 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 figured well we're going to take the risk and we're going to say you can either vote for this Democrat or you can vote for this person who's endorsed by Donald Trump and subscribes to all the things that Donald Trump subscribes to. And I think overwhelmingly that was rejected hmm. and. It's interesting because inflation is as high as it's 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 been since the seventies. The job market is okay, um, but your groceries cost three times what they used to, and gas costs a couple times what it used to. The, I think the whole attitude of the country is like, eh, this, is, this is not great. We're not in a great place right now. The current administration lies to us constantly about the state that we're in, and yet still that wasn't represented in this election cycle. And I think that's incredibly interesting. Yeah, it's great. And then you watch videos. Like I, I watched the video of Oz and Fetterman's last debate. And if, you could just tell Fetterman he's, he's struggling, man. So it, it surprises me that he he did win like he did. And he, he started off the whole debate with their opening statements. I think he goes, good night. 
That's like the first thing he said. Yes. Yes. But it wasn't he like, greeted the people and he said good night. Yeah. He said no, good night. Good night. And then there's this other video. He's getting pushed on uh, fracking. It was. And it, it, I'm going to play the clip here. It's just, it, just it baffles me that this, <laughs> this guy won. I do want to clarify something. You're saying tonight that you support fracking, that you've always supported fracking, but there is that 2018 interview that you said, quote, I don't support fracking at all. So how do you square the two? Oh, uh, I, I, I do support fracking and I don't, I don't, I support fracking and I stand and I do support fracking. <laughs> He also stands. That's what he wanted people to know. He supports fracking and he stands. That's two things that John Fetterman does. <laughs> so, I mean, how, how bad is it if you're Dr. Oz and you lost to that guy? Right. Yeah, that's that's embarrassing. Golly. You know, I, I, just better candidates, man. You just, they got to pick better candidates. I, I mean, on both sides, but but certainly if you're if you're the Republicans, you got to be looking at this. I'm like, all right. This gets ran its course, man. And you know that it has because Florida was the first one, uh, the first state to have its election results come in. And the the election night started looking like it was going to be a, a, a bloodbath. There's just going to be complete red dominance across the board. Yeah. And uh, DeSantis cleaned up Florida. I mean, Florida went red the entire state. I mean, every direction it could have gone red, it went boom, red. And then the places where Donald Trump had had influence they lost. Lauren Boebert was like the face, one of the faces of, of, of MAGA Republicans. She lost in Colorado. It looks like uh, Blake Masters, who was, who was Trump's guy in Arizona for Senate, he's going to lose. And you think that's a direct result? So th there's like actual proof that the Democrats were pouring money? Oh, yeah. Into their, wow, that's wild. Oh, yeah. That's smart. Yeah, they, I mean, it was, it was a bet. They, they took a bet. They rolled the dice. And they said, we're going to elevate these people. And if if this is truly what America wants, then I guess so be it. Uh, but we think that there's enough disgust for who Donald Trump is and what he represents and what he did that the people who still stand by him in, in such a divided way uh, are, 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 are going to turn off a large amount of voters. And it was true. So, I mean, that, that's got to be a shocking wake up call. In the wake of what everyone's saying is Trump's going to announce he wants to, you know, run for re-election sometime this weekend into early next week, the 14th is what I heard. Mm -hmm. Do you think that's a wake-up call for like, eh, maybe we shouldn't get behind this fucking guy and we need to move another way if this is how all these primaries are going to go? Like, maybe we'll get, maybe just that Trump hate will lose us this next election again. Like it did the yeah, last I don't know. I think I think he still holds a lot of sway. Yeah, And if he, if he still wants to run, he will. And uh, I say go for it. Put them up against each other. I, I, if you're giving me a choice between DeSantis and Trump, I don't know that I have my mind made up on on either of them. But certainly, DeSantis is everything Trump was from a policy perspective. But he's just not a like a complete and total fuck up. Yeah, he doesn't put his foot in his mouth every five seconds. He, you know, he's more of a politician for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, more of a politician, but but more so, he just he just doesn't like self destruct for sure. You know. Yeah, he's got a lot of shit in his acceptance speech, his victory speech the other day. He said, this is Florida where woke comes to die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure if he runs for president, they'll be trying to use that against him for sure. Yeah. But, um, but you know, I, I'm glad the election's over. I'm, you know, uh, I was af I was afraid that if, if in, indeed 
the projections came true and there was a ton of Republican wins, I was afraid there was going to be violence. And I'm not talking about like people taking to the streets. I'm talking about like politicians being murdered. Mm. Um, I was just, I, I felt like it was just going to be like this back and forth and back and forth. I, I don't think, I don't know. We'll, we'll see if this energizes like Biden and, and his camp and who knows, man, maybe they, maybe they gain a little steam from this. Um, if, if this ends up being a referendum on Trump and ultimately what causes him to not run again or to, to not get the nomination, be fine with it, dude. I'd be totally fine with it. I think that would be a okay with me. I think it's better for the party. If he doesn't, they might not win the next election. If he doesn't, they still might, who knows, but I think it's better like for the future of the Republican party going forward to separate from him. Mm-hmm. But I, that said, there's things about him being president I really miss also. <laughs> like, oh, dude, I'll look at these videos. <laughs> and I was like, oh, man, what a time. Dude, I, Shane Gillis made a point about, about it the other day. I, we went and saw him do stand-up last week in Fort Wayne. He was fucking hilarious. And he, 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 one of his jokes he was talking about, he was like saying how he, how he just truly does miss some of the things that, that came out of that presidency. And he's talking about whatever that one terrorist was that we we tracked down and, and kind of just like murdered. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember what his name was, but he, he like says verbatim what the first Trump, like the first statements of Trump's speech after that was announced. He goes, Abobbins Bobby died like a dog. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like as soon as he starts talking, it's not like oh good morning, God. American people. You have some, you know, happy yet, you know, troubling news or whatever you whatever you say to like obama and like make it sound smooth Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying like he was really fucking good at that dude i saw this video because it was halloween recently of when there was trick-or-treaters at the white house and somebody some kid came up dressed as a minion and he and he put the candy on top of his on top of his head of his costume instead of in his bag (laughs) and the kid walked away it's just (laughs) i don't know man i uh uh yeah Definitely less interesting than what's going on right now. For sure, yeah. And I, I mean, our economy pre-COVID was in a way better fucking spot too, you know? Like, it, a lot of the shit he was doing was working. You know, you could say what you want. I mean, obviously, you always have January 6th to throw back at any person that's talking in a positive light towards Trump. And probably rightfully so, but I mean, there were a lot of good things in that presidency that got overshadowed, in my opinion. Yeah, and I, and I, and I wonder if... Because there's always there's always too much credit given to presidents when things are going good in the economy, and there's always too much blame on presidents when things are going bad. And I'm not saying that like Biden doesn't hold like a lot of blame for what's going on with us right now because it is directly a cause of his policies. However, the 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 wave that Trump was able to ride when interest rates were at basically zero, and um, even into COVID when we were just pumping the economy full of, of cash, those chickens had to come home to roost at some, at some point, right? Yeah. You cannot inflate the economy with free money forever and not expect that to implode on itself. And I think that's what you're seeing in the tech sector because outside of what happened with uh, FTX, and we'll get into that a little bit, they weren't able to make good on, on withdrawals with cryptocurrency. But outside of that, Facebook or, or Meta just cut 11,000 jobs, mm-hmm. 11,000 jobs, 13% of its staff, 11,000 jobs. Insane. Via video is how they were fired. Oh, for real? Hey, did you not see the video got leaked yesterday? Oh, Have you seen no. it yet? 
Was it Zuck himself? Yeah, yeah. So, which I will say, I, I do, I like that he like took the brunt of it. I thought that was kind of big of him. <sighs> you know, it, the move sucks. That's a lot of fucking people to lose their jobs, right. especially when it, when it looks like it does now, the, the, the whole world. But yeah, here, here's yeah. the uh, video that he posted or that was basically sent out to all these people. I think it was like attached to the email in which they were fired. <laughs> feeling I and mean, i know that there's there must be just a, a range of, of of different emotions um i want to say you know up front uh that i take full responsibility for this decision um you know i'm the founder and ceo i'm uh, responsible for for the health of our our company um for our direction um and for for deciding you know, how we execute that including things like this and this was ultimately my call, um, and it was it was you know one of the hardest calls that I've I've had to make in 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 the eighteen years of running the company. Um, and a lot of why it's hard is, you know, obviously it it has a big impact on on your lives, um, but also you know for our mission we're we're losing people um, who you know, you've really put your your heart and soul into this place and. You know, each of you is is talented and and passionate, and um, you know, each of you has played a role in making uh, Meta the success that that it is. And um, no matter what team uh, you may have worked on, um, you know, each of you played a role in in contributing to the products that billions of people use to connect every day. Um, so I think that was just like a yeah, but that's nice. segment of the video, but. Yeah, that's that's cool of him to at least to own it, and uh, you know, I still thank them. It's not as not not like a cold goodbye, I guess. But it's it sounds like I heard a lot of this got triggered because some girl put up on TikTok like a her typical day at Meta, and it was basically just fucking off the whole day and eating food, drinking coffee drinks, and there's plenty of those videos yeah, out there. Yeah, so and that's what I'm saying when 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 money is free or so cheap that it doesn't really matter how much it costs you to borrow. Mm -hmm. You can afford to have 11,000 excess workers doing nothing but drinking lattes and eating on rooftops all day in San Francisco. So, I mean, uh, I think this was kind of bound to happen. And here it is. Uh, Salesforce, they're, they're getting rid of 2,500 employees. Uh, Twitter, Elon Musk axed half of their staff. Uh, Lyft is cutting, is cutting uh, employees. And this is all after Netflix, Shopify, Tesla, Snap, Compass, Peloton, Amazon, and Google have all either cut jobs or put hiring freezes. Um, so it's kind of striking, dude. And it's a little scary because all these people now are without jobs. And I know that we've been working from home or remote for a little while, but I got to imagine the vast majority of these people, um, reside in the Bay area, mm -hmm. which is not cheap to live. So what the hell does that mean for the Bay area? That's a good um, point. Yeah. yeah, man. But that, that may possibly not be the biggest story. Okay. Um, because, uh, we alluded to this a little bit earlier, uh, the crypto exchange FTX, they basically went bankrupt the other day um, when uh, the, when cryptocurrencies started to crash and their customers tried to pull out their securities from from the exchange and they weren't able to and they they halted all all withdrawals and now we come to find out that this exchange FTX had lent billions of dollars 
worth of their customers' assets to their sister company, Alameda Research, mm. and made some risky bets with it. Oh boy. And then when people tried to pull out their assets, it basically caused the company to implode. So this Alam this company Alameda Research, who they lent their customer assets to, owes FDX ten billion dollars. The fuck? Who lends ten billion dollars wow. of other people's money? And their competitor, Binance, tried to buy them. And then they saw how fucked it was. And they're like, yeah, no, we, we can't. There's nothing we can do here. So they had some big name clients, including uh, Tom Brady. And if, if the rumors are true, they had a very large chunk of their net worth, their being Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen, uh, tied up in FTX. Oh, like 600 million? Uh, that's what's being reported. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I got to imagine someone like Tom Brady has some better financial advisors to not tie up all his money into one pile of, uh, of eggs. Um, but that's what's being reported. And this guy went from, I think like an $11 billion net worth to a $1 billion net worth in a day. Whoa. Um, which, you know, I mean, nobody's weeping for a billionaire, but that's, that's gotta be, that's gotta be a tough thing to swallow there. A tough day. I don't know how many old yeah, fashions would fix that for me, but it's a tough day. <laughs> and he looks young, man. He looks like he's 35 maybe yeah he probably got early on bitcoin or something and probably yeah. shit but yeah man not a good time for tech right now mm. not at all uh, what does it tell us about the economy you know i mean does it show us that throwing a bunch of money into some sector be it from the federal government or elsewhere just doesn't really do much for you in the long run or like what, what, what no do you i think away? it's i think it, i think it it has it has a lot to do with how much we were able to spend in excess mm-hmm and how, how much we were able to like inflate our worth because there were no consequences to borrowing money. And now that there are very serious consequences to borrowing money, there is very little margin for error. And when you're a company and you have to cut costs, the biggest, most impactful thing that you can do is cut jobs. And so if you're a company like Twitter, who has a fucking diversity, equity, and inclusion officer for Twitter, for a social media company, you're not you don't hire those those people to create diversity, inclusion, and, and equity in Twitter users. This is for their employees. Right. Software engineers, man. Yeah. People writing code for a website. You don't fucking need that. Yeah. And so, and so it's all this fat, it's all these people who thought they were so important for the last decade and all this, all this, you know, all this big hoopla that we made about these different little niches in, in American society and how they needed to affect our businesses. And we needed sleep pods at Google and we, you know, we needed all this stuff that was all great while it, while it lasted. And, uh, it looks like, I mean, I don't know, dude, it, where, where does this go? Because the the Federal Reserve doesn't show any signs of slowing down their increase in, in interest rates. And even if they halt the increase in interest rates, that doesn't mean that they go down. That means that they stay stagnant where they're at and they need to go down in order for this to get better. And that is a tool that we had in our toolbox until 2008. And we pulled it out of the toolbox in 2008 to bail ourselves out of the economic crisis of 2008. And then we continue to use it all the way up until about, I don't know, November of last year, December of last year, maybe into this year, when inflation was still transitory. So yeah, man, I don't know. I think it's a result too of, of working from home too. And I think a lot of companies are seeing like either employees that are working from home, not in office, aren't proving themselves enough or just aren't doing the job as well as maybe they used to 
when they were in the office, you know, or, or, or had a microscope, oh, yeah. someone breathing down their neck in the office. Hey, do this, do this. You can see more what they're doing. I think that's a lot of that too, man. Yeah. And if you want to put your tinfoil hat on for a second, and I do, uh, the great reset, you know, this nice little button we get to push that resets everything and uh, starts redistributing a ton of this wealth. Um, so it really sucks if you're an employee of any of these companies that are laying people off because now, now what do you do? Where do you go? Right. Who do yeah. you, where do you turn to? Um, and I, I feel for a man. It's, it's a bummer. Um, but maybe I don't have any hope for this, but maybe, maybe this leads to, um, some really, really practical, um, monetary policy. And we're not just giving away money for free and we shore ourselves up a little bit and we add a a little bit more of a, a, a measure of merit the way we do things. That's my hope at least. Have you ever read into the Strauss-Howe generational theory at all? No. It's an interesting theory, but it basically looks at like the average lifespan of a human is 80 years. So every 20 years or so is like what they would look at as like a generation. And and they mm-hmm. they see like these trends in every 20 years and how there's a cyclical nature through their history, at least in America, of what happens. And basically what it says is that there's sp- so it's specific behavior with same age groups in these 20 year groups. And according to this okay. theory, there's an 80 year cycle that kind of coincides with the typical life of a human being that every four generations becomes associated with a crisis that impacts like the ongoing social order and creates a new one to then mm. kind of regenerate the cycle. A lot of times what it's been in America has been war, revolutionary mm-hmm. war, 1776. You have the uh, civil war that was a little bit under 80 years later then you have world war one and then world war two basically like that gap to us to now is 80 years so it's it's like to me it's like i feel like we're scarily approaching something like this i i, I don't know i don't want to be like throw gas onto a fire of like panic and worry but like to me the way our world's going right now like it feels like with ukraine and russia and china tensions and and our economy's crumbling like we're we're at like a vulnerable part in our history, I think. Not I mean, I know our military is still very strong, but the psyche of the American people and just everything is is kind of fucked right now. And I think we we look vulnerable to the point where there could be some kind of attack or something like that that could throw us into one of these 80-year events, you know? Yeah. Yeah, uh that's that's a pretty interesting theory there. And you know, if you look if you look at like recessions, we average a recession like every 10 years. Um so like what is that? Like wait, what does that mean? Why why do we do that? Uh, to, to me, when I'm hearing you talk, talk about this, I'm thinking, I'm thinking like, well, th- maybe this is just like our inability as like, uh, as like a, a collective to, uh, keep, keep the memory alive and fresh of what it was like 40, 60, 80 years ago when things similar to this were happening. And, and, and it also goes to, to another point, which is that there's nothing new under the sun. Mm-hmm. Everything that we're going through has already happened in some respect, right? Like, uh, it just may not be at scale as, as to what we're now, obviously, because the population has grown over time, right? Joe Rogan just had, um, I'm not gonna be able to think of his name on, on, on his podcast. Um, and they, they always talk about the lost civilizations of the world and how there's, there's a, uh, a thought, a theory, uh, Graham Hancock, um, and Randall Carlson, there, there's a thought or a theory that there were sophisticated 
civilizations that were on Earth and thriving some 15, 12,000 years ago. I believe it. And you do? But for sure. if Dude, if you carbon date the Sphinx, there's parts of that thing that go back way before the Egyptians, bro. Really? Yeah, yeah. And there, there, dude, there's so much evidence to back that up. Atlantis, like that Plato was talking about that he had heard from people mm-hmm. generations before him. Uh, they've never officially found it, but I mean, there's like a lot of, there's as much to prove that Atlantis was real as there is to prove that Jesus was real. Sure. So it's, yeah. it's, it's like, there, I, I totally believe in, in all of that. Cause I, I just can't, I can't wrap my head around that without either extraterrestrial help or like the advice of people that knew what the fuck they were doing, that we were able to build pyramids all around the world at the same time with the tools and shit what they had at the time you know it's just there i think there's an overwhelming amount of evidence that points to that and so you and i as two very rational people can look at that and open our minds to the possibility that 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 is the case right and i think that's what also makes uh something like modern day politics so insidious to uh to a nation is because there are people who are in power who are laser focused on keeping our minds into the last 15 minutes and the next 15 minutes of history, right? That is the most important thing. January 6th, democracy is at stake. This is the most important uh, election of a lifetime, things like that, right? So our focus is in the drama of the here and now and the uh, the ability to use history as as a buffer, as a way to impart wisdom onto the future, um, to me seems like a lost art for a lot of us. And all we're worried about is what's going on right now. Or, you know, even even when the focus is like the last 200 years of history, where it's like, well, like, like, draw that out. Draw that out. Wait, like just, just, just maybe like a thousand years before, or two thousand years, whatever kind of recorded human history we have that that is that is worth anything. Draw it out. What does that look like, right? Give yourself some context into what's going on, um, and 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 then ha- have the ability to, to use that to impart wisdom on today. And then you realize that this shit that we do, that that, that you know, this this tracking of uh, of, of politics and of, of of elections and what it means and all that, it's like it's just. This chicken feet, man. It's it's bullshit. It's garbage. It's it's all garbage. I remember on election night, I I figured I'd turn on MSNBC for for some some coverage. I couldn't last ten minutes, dude. I couldn't last ten minutes. Yeah. It's like this, it's not that important. It's 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 not, you know. And they they use all these these sounds and visuals to make it like all dramatic and this and that. You know, it's like who gives a shit? At the end of the day, really, who gives a flying fuck? about any of that when you have graham hancock saying hey did you know that the ocean used to exist in utah (laughs) and we have concrete evidence that ocean used to exist in utah Mm. utah is inland of any ocean by thousands of miles Mm -hmm. it's like like yeah like that is the stuff that is that is important so true so fucking true man have you been seeing uh more on this Kyrie situation as it's developed did I i saw i saw that lebron tweeted something today why did LeBron tweet something? I don't, I don't know. I don't know why LeBron oh, you don't know? gets involved in things like this. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, he has a big platform, but... You know, somebody said something about LeBron once, and it was like the truest thing I ever heard about LeBron. He may be on the right side of these opinions or whatever, um, but nobody elected him this leader. True. He's taking on this role. Right. And he's assuming it as, as though he needs to do it. And nobody really cares 
what LeBron thinks. I don't think. No, I mean, it happens all the time. It happened with Bruce Springsteen, the Dixie Chicks, when they're trying to be like super political and like make it's just like people like it sucks though. Cause when you say like people fuck with LeBron because he's a great basketball player, that's like shut up and dribble. And that's not. That's not what I'm trying to say. Like he is a person; he's entitled to his. That's what I'm trying to say. I, I, still, I mean, he's entitled outside of to the his court. A- what, what, what does he influence? What, who gives a shit? You know what he, you know what he does? It's really good off the court. He's an excellent actor. Yeah, he is. He's he was funny. Excellent yeah, actor, funny and he's stuff. funny. But at the same point, like he has as much of a right to share his opinion as we do sitting right here giving our podcast. But like he, yeah, he has absolutely. a base of millions of people that listen to him. So you know, I, maybe his vo- his voice is bigger. But I, I just feel like he gets involved in things a lot of times when yeah, but he, know, he, he assumes that he assumes the responsibility of having. I have to say something. I have this platform. I have to use it. Right. right? I have to. I have to cosplay as as fucking takeoff for like wait, what the fuck? Yeah. Right. You know. Right. Right. Like, like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, the corny is one way to describe it. It's just he he assumes this leadership role. When nobody's looking to him to be that leader. Right. Right. Because he's, he's just not. Anyways. Um, Anyways. He brought up Kyrie. Yeah. So Kyrie, he, he shared a link a few weeks ago uh, about a documentary that wasn't exclusively about, but contained anti-Semitic hate speech as it's, as it's, you know, being portrayed. And part of that was, it, it was going into Hitler and, and what Hitler in his head was fighting for. And, mm-hmm. um, he had an interesting viewpoint. I would start by saying that like maybe these are not views that we share, but it's it's interesting information that I just wanted to kind of bring up. But basically Hitler had a had a quote shortly before his death and he said that he will start World War Three. His soldiers asked him how, and the day he what Hitler replied was the day mankind finds out what I was trying to defend this nation Germany from, then that's the day World War Three will start. For mm-hmm. on that day, mankind will learn that I was trying to save my nation from the Freemasons, the Illuminati, the Jews. For if Americans win the war, then they will conquer the world and forever be a slave to the Jews, and they will try to conquer God. And then he, he asks, do you know who America has in its possession? No, the soldier replied. The American has the jewels of God. The Americans have stolen God's precious jewels. He said, the soldier asked, what do you mean by that? Hitler replied, America has stolen the Jews, the Jews of God, his jewelry, the Negroes. They are the true Hebrews. That, that is, is one of the things that was in this documentary. And that's the point that Kanye has been trying to make. That's something that Kyrie, not even nearly as strongly as Kanye was saying any of this stuff. He just reposted a link. But mm-hmm. basic, basically, like a a thing go, I've seen with a lot of my black friends recently too. It's it's the true Jewish people are. are that's what Kanye was saying. Are the Jew is black people like that? They were from that that area, that region, close to Africa. Middle East is right there. Like that was their concentration. And and the idea is that like during you know obviously it spread from there, but then during World War II, mainly it was like white Jews that were targeted, and then then that's who you know. Hitler had his whole plight against and everything. Man, I'd really love to. Um, I'd really love to get like an anthropologist on yeah. to talk about oh, this because because yeah. I mean what we're really talking about is like ancient human history, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Because I I don't know nearly enough about this subject to talk about it with with with, with any sort of confidence or clarity, right? Uh, could it be that that uh, you know that that Africans were the original Jew? I'm, pff, maybe I I don't know. I don't know. But 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 I think moreover than that, anytime you enact Hitler or Nazi Germany or this boogeyman that that are those things, um, then you get a visceral reaction, which may be justified, probably justified. But 
but like, are we that, are we that childish that we can't like have this conversation and he can't like post a link to it and, and it not be like some crazy, like detrimental hate speech. You know, you have to apologize to all of the Jews and, 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 um, donate half a million dollars to organizations and say, you're sorry. Like, are we, are we that childish? I mean, obviously we are, but, but, but really is that like, I, I would love to have this conversation about, about what, what Hitler said to this soldier. It talk, first of all, is it even true? How do we know that it's true? How do we know that he said this? And he did. And if he did, then, then, well, let's explore what he's talking about because it's very interesting. And just because of the, the, the man that he was and the, and the things that he did, why, why, why do we have to condemn a human being for for not even asking a question or raising a question or raising an issue, but just saying, here's this link. Right. Which is wild. Like we're not, we're not condoning anything. Like Hitler was a terrible human being. That's like universally recognized that that's not like the point. And I think like people get hung up on, he's referencing something Hitler said, or he he's referencing this, that dude is a big, a, a, hate, a hateful person, yada, yada. And it's just like, they, they don't even stop to listen at all to what is being said in the broad scope of, of the argument or, or anything. It, it's just shut down immediately. And it's crazy to me that like what we've seen happen to Kanye saying he lost $2 billion in a day, Kyrie's losing sponsorships left and right. It, it's like, maybe there's like some small thing to what these guys are saying that there's like a, like that tinfoil hat still on for me there there is some great society whatever like I, you, you never know it, it, it's crazy but it's crazy to watch these guys get destroyed as soon as that comes up the nets release that they want Kyrie to do six items before he can even return to the team and it's that he needs to poli- publicly apologize and condemn the movie half a million dollars need to go towards uh, a donation to the anti-hate causes he needs to take sensitivity training. He needs to take anti-Semitic training. He needs to meet with the ADL and Jewish leaders. And he needs to meet with Joe Psy to demonstrate his understanding. I think he's the GM or the owner. And it's, mm. it's just like, dude, mm. this man reposted a link of something that is fucking, you can go and buy it right now on Amazon. Why the fuck is Bezos? And if this is really such a big thing, why aren't like the platform that is hosting this and selling this, why aren't they under fire? Like, I don't understand why, Dude. like, I, I am not anti-Semitic at all, but it's, it's just so crazy to me to watch the reaction from some of this. And it's just automatically like, oh my God, canceled, bigot, dot, and it's just like, whoa, 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 dude, like, hold on. No, I think your, I think your, I think your reaction is correct. I, I love nothing more in this life from a leisure standpoint than to play golf. And if I play golf professionally and somebody who had control over whether or not I played golf professionally made that statement and told me that I had to do those things, I would tell them to go yeah, fuck themselves. Dude, I, it's an incredible thing. It's an incredible statement to put out about somebody and, and what they did and did not say. Um, I remember uh, one time um, we covered uh, a story about, uh, it was that Don't Say Gay Bill, which, which wasn't uh, in Florida. And uh, somebody close to me took offense to that and asked if I, you know, stood with gay people or against gay people. And my, my response was, I, I, am, I am a lover, first and foremost, of, of freedom and liberty and, and the ability to do whatever you want. For me, to really be, be anti-whatever you are would go against the core of who I am. Mm-hmm. And I remember the response was, yeah, but you didn't say it. You didn't say that you weren't against it. And Kyrie's response when they asked if he was anti-Semitic, he says, if I know who I am, I could possibly be anti-Semitic. And he's all he's asking to be is heard. 
He's just asking to be heard. He's just saying, Hey, I'm up here saying these things. You're telling, you're, you're taking my words and you're saying, this is what I think about what you've said. And I'm saying, okay, that's fine that you think that way. But, but this is, this is who I am. This is, this is what I'm saying. If you don't care to look more into that, that's not on me. That's on you. That is obviously your problem. You're telling me I'm promoting anti-Semitism. I saw a movie a documentary and I thought it interesting. And so I've reposted the link to this documentary. If you want to tell me that I'm wrong for doing that, fine. But do you have a good reason why? Or do you just assume that, well, first of all, have you ever seen it? Do you, have, did you see the document before you even talk about it? Have you seen it? No? Okay, well, then I know you're not a serious person. You're automatically disqualified. Have you seen it? Yes. Do you disagree with it? Yes. Okay, great. Then you disagree with it. Do you know anything about it? Like, do you, have you looked further into it? Do you know any details about what these people are saying? I may not know those details. Having watched it and thought it interesting, but because I posted a link to it means that I, I, like means that I now am, am co-signing with anti-Semitism. And have to grovel to get his livelihood back. You know, it's it's just, it's just weird times, man. It's super weird times. It doesn't seem like there can be, I can't sit here and like at all try to support Kanye or Kyrie without looking like a hateful person of the Jewish people. And that's not what I am at all. My wife's Jewish, you know what I mean? Like, I know plenty of Jewish people, but it's it's just like there could be points. There's points that they're trying to make. That doesn't mean that they're making them in a hateful way. But saying like, hey, there's more here that we need to learn about our history as the black people. Like if, if that if that is something that like they're they're curious about, because supposedly, according to all of this stuff is is the the white Jews have kept the history of the black Jew at. At, at bay, you know, like they don't, they don't want that to be part of the history or whatever, the, whatever that is. I, I really don't know the true cause behind that. Like why they can't all be one. Would love to talk to someone more about that. Uh, maybe I'll ask one of my friends to come on and talk to us about that actually, but they're just asking questions. You know what I mean? They're, they're just curious about their, their people's history. The, the uh, African-Americans, people from Africa in general's history is very skewed and, and hard to, to recollect due to people like us and people in, uh, Britain and tons of people that colonized there and forced them into labor and, and slavery, basically. And it, it, it fucked up a lot of their lineage and what they know about their, their people. Us, yeah. us Europeans, you know, I, I think even with, with Mexicans, like you can trace your lineage back a little bit more and know more about your people. So I, I think that's kind of just what Kyrie's doing here, but it's just getting accosted for it, man. Yeah, it's 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 very odd. And it doesn't happen like it doesn't happen really with any other, you know, like like we we don't get this upset that that uh the NBA is in bed with China. Yeah, true. The most the most evil nation on the planet. Evil to their core. It's documented. We know exactly what they do. Yet we still do business with mm-hmm. them. Large business, billions of dollars of business. The NBA does. There's no there's no talk about how terrible that is. Or how, what, what kind of injustice that is and what kind of, what that spreads and what hate that spreads and what, you know, what message that sends to the, to the people around the world that we're willing to, to, to do business with China in that, in that respect. But you threaten, even indirectly, you threaten Jewish people. And I'm not like, I'm not saying that the reaction is bad or if you want to think, think a way about it and think, think that, that, that Kyrie Irving is wrong to do what he did. Fine. Think that way. I don't give a shit. But like you said, your employers is saying you're in trouble because you didn't say the things that we wanted you to say. That is crazy mm-hmm. talk, dude. That is insane talk, insane talk. And and then how could that not then fan the, the flames of what these people are saying? 
I'm saying, I'm saying that all these people who are in power happen to be Jewish. You're telling me that's detrimental, yet the heavy hand of all of these people have now criminalized me, vilified my person, taken away my deals, you know? And I'm not saying this, that, that this is happening because the people are Jewish, but they are Jewish. Yeah. And the same way that I don't like to clarify anybody as being like a black, like LeBron is not a black athlete. He's just an athlete, right? We don't go around qualifying people as black. Probably shouldn't go around qualifying people as Jews, right? True, and that yeah. is where I, I'll meet you there. Absolutely. If, if, if these people run these businesses, it's, it's not because they're Jewish. That's, that, doesn't, that isn't what has elevated them to that status. Their culture, just like Indian culture, Asian culture, right? Their culture puts a very heavy emphasis on doing, doing well, doing right, not being a fuck up, owning businesses, running businesses, making money. That is, that is their culture, right? That isn't, them being Jewish doesn't make that a crime. No, not at all. But you want to talk about your lineage? I mean, come on, man. It, it's, it's, it's silly. And, and it, it doesn't, it doesn't, you, you, all you're going to do is take the people who, who, who you're afraid of, of them thinking a certain way and you're just going to give them fodder. Absolutely, man. I, I could see if Kyrie was being as loud and as not, and as shittily spoken as Kanye was, was doing it, if his employer asking him to do these things like that, that makes more sense. But to just repost the link with some material that might go against what is traditionally accepted or anything like that. And, and then you're just like lit on fire for it. It's just, it's scary times. <laughs> yeah. It's bizarre, man. It, it, it really truly is, is bizarre. And, um, they gave him his ultimatum or at what, the beginning of this week and he has yet to do any, like any of it or respond to it or anything. So I, I'm not sure. What does that mean? Like the Nets said, if you're going to join the team, here's those things I want you to do. Kyrie has not responded to that, hasn't been with the team. As far as I know, hasn't like hmm. started tackling any of those. Quite frankly, I'd be pissed if I was Kyrie, man. Cause I, I just, dude, I, I, very I just, mad as a, as a grown ass yeah. man. There's, there's, I mean, you can put your pride aside to a point and then it's like, all right, man, if you're dictating what I have to say, I, before you ask, I've already donated half a million dollars, Right. you know, it's just, it's like Kanye, the, the family of George Floyd is suing Kanye for what he said about George Floyd. Do we remember what, what Kanye did Yeah. for George did Floyd he and his family? His daughter, like $2 million. He donated some, some millions of dollars paid, paid for mm-hmm. her college fund. I mean, just these actions will show you exactly who these people are. And if they say the wrong thing, you can't, you can't, you can't crucify somebody for that. You just, you just can't do it. Yeah. You have to be free not, to speak. Yeah, your not mind. even the wrong, if you're wrong thing, like just against the grain, especially in Kyrie's case, just against the grain. That's what, right. That's right. And if you're wrong, then okay. Take your hand, mm-hmm. you know, Hey brother, come here, put your, put your arm, come here, Kyrie, put your arm around you. You said some wrong shit, dude. Let me tell you why. That's all it takes. That's really all it takes. Yeah. You have all these freaking pundits and the ESPN trying to put their two cents in and everybody's just trying to pile on the back of words that Kyrie said, didn't even say. Links he tweeted. You're making a career off of a link that this guy tweeted. Good for Mm -hmm. you. I hope you're happy. Anyways. Let's get out of here. here. Uh, If you guys have a chance, go and hit the links in our bio on all our socials and hit the merch store holidays are coming up we got t-shirts hats underwear all kinds of things um with the logo help us get the word out i can't tell you how many times i'm wearing my shirt out in public or i hear from someone who was and they get asked about it and we pick up a new listener and that's huge for us that helps us grow and, and we really really appreciate it um so if you could do that that'd be that'd be awesome frank where can they find those 
uh, on Twitter at FriendshipNH, uh, Instagram and TikTok, same handle, Friendship News Hour. And you can send us an email, bummerdude.media at gmail.com, bummerdude.media at gmail.com. And we'll see you next time.